Hello, my friends, and welcome to the newest segment of the Healthy Mindfuck podcast, Conversations in the Car with Chris and a splash of coffee. This is going to be a caffeine-fueled adventure and short mini episodes into a more healthy and vibrant version of you. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Good morning, space cadets. I don't even know where that came from, to be completely honest. Welcome to another episode of Coffee in the Car with Chris Conversations. However many C's we can throw in there. I got asked a really fascinating question, which was, if you had to pick something that people leave on the table that would radically change their life, what would that be? Like, what's the thing that like people most commonly miss? Like, what a solid question, too. And the thing that I believe people most commonly miss that one is a phenomenal self-regulation technique, but can also just better your life in terms of mental models and the way that like you see yourself has to do with celebrating small wins. I think that is the most common thing that people leave on the table. Like they don't chalk up like brushing their teeth in the morning or like just doing the very small things. Like they think the only things that they're like worthy of celebrating or that are like uh, acknowledgeable are like these like huge accomplishments, which yes, celebrate those things too. But at the same time, those little small increments of like self-celebration, those are the things that allow you to chemically experience like drive and motivation to repeat those behaviors. And while this is not going to be a conversation that's completely focused on uh, willpower and motivation, it is a very simple thing that you can be doing every single day. And I had this idea come up um, as I was considering that of like, well, what was the thing that like most radically changed my life that is like so simple, like it shouldn't work type of thing. And like, honest to goodness, it is waking up in the morning, like making my bed and going like, oh, Chris, had a boy, like, look at you, like doing stuff and things. And like the language that uh, has been used around this is making sure that in the morning time, you're like leaning forward, not leaning back. So in like the morning time, I think one of the most critical things that you can do is like chalk up these really small wins and then just give yourself permission to like actually embody that celebration. So like when I say celebrate, this is where I think some people get kind of like, how do you like celebrate stuff? And like genuine, like real conversation in my head, I make my bed in the morning and like you think that I'm like, oh, it's like joking, like attaboy. I take time to direct the flow of my consciousness to acknowledging the fact that I did something that I did not have to do. And that is how you celebrate those things. You place positive intention through focus and redirect some of those 70,000 thoughts that you have on a singular day into the thing that you just did. So a couple days ago, we were having the conversation of how do you stop overthinking and why does focus and thinking intentionally actually help overthinking? And that's the reason right there is that naturally your brain thinks like your heart beats and it will grab on to just about anything that it is currently witnessing and it'll flash you a show essentially of thoughts. You are not the director of that show when it is running automatically. 
the director of that show is typically your negativity bias. It's typically all of these different things telling you that you can't, that you shouldn't, that you're not good enough. Whatever the story may be, these things pop up over and over and over again. However, that is not focused thought. That is default thought. So if you can redirect those pathways and use your conscious focus and willpower to actually direct intention, which is just bringing conscious awareness, a lot of like big, fancy, weird, squirrely words this morning, eh? direct that focus into a more specific and concise moment that is going to allow you to genuinely, consciously, like self-aware consciously experience that moment. And this is where a lot of people I think get mixed up is that they don't direct or they don't know how to focus. For example, and this gets into a little bit of like, is multitasking actually a real thing? I am in this moment more focused on like the three bullet points that I put into my head than I probably am on like drinking my coffee, right? And at the same time, I am in the habit of driving my car to my office. Those things all coincide with one another, but I am only using my conscious thought for one of them. So we talked about habits two weeks ago and that do you really want habits? And most of us probably don't really want habits. We want something that allows us to build self-awareness and habits based on these studies that we did on rats and humans uh, is not really a conscious thought. Habits are more of an unconscious thought that has consciousness at the start when it's triggered and at the end when it is not. So these types of habits and behaviors that I'm currently experiencing as I am having this discussion with you, my consciousness, my focus that I have sovereign control over is going through these three bullet points and making sure that I don't sound crazy enough to go to the loony bin. Sometimes we win that battle and sometimes we don't. Hopefully today this information is making sense. All the while, my nervous system can still run on this like automated pathway of having driven to this place so many times that I do not unless a new or novel experience or something out of the blue comes up and disrupts that pattern pathway. For example, if a horse randomly was like on the road, that would be such a novel experience that it would break my looped pattern in my brain of that system. So I would now lose my train of thought that I'm trying to have with y'all and I would have to redirect that here. So all of these different pathways and all of these different intentions and settings and focuses that we can or do not have to create are all there to help you better understand the interpretation of your nervous system now and how to actually take control of that. So when we overthink, our nervous system is constantly practicing for something. The real winner, winner, chicken dinner with overthinking is your capacity to one, not only not emotionally participate in the overthinking, but simply bear witness to it. The same way that like if I get some, like if somebody cuts me off, I can, if I want to, go drive up to them, roll my window down, throw them the bird, and like go onwards with that pathway. Or I could simply bear witness to the fact that that occurred. And if I go do those activities, it won't make any difference in my life or his life except making like all of us seem like worse people. Overthinking 
if you have the capacity to direct your focus to watching and being the observer instead of being the effector of those thoughts, you're ahead of 99% of the planet in understanding your nervous system and overthinking. Bonus points goes to phase two of this where you can actually direct your focus on the thing that is creating the overthinking. So if there is like macro uh, circumstances in your life, like big emotional circumstances or stressors where you have trauma in your past, your nervous system will continue to overthink in order to analyze, is this going to be a threat in my future or will my circumstances now create the opportunity for something in the past to come up in my future? So all of these overthinking pathways come up over and over and over again because your brain is naturally yoked or naturally connected to survival, not happiness. So back to our original OG, what's the thing that most people leave on the table that would radically transform their life more than anything else? I genuinely think that it is celebrating the small wins for the exact reason that your nervous system is primed to not do that. However, you still have the ability to redirect focus. You can create plastic pathways that allow you to experience that in a new and novel way. Celebrating those small wins, like every time I drop my daughter off in the morning or every time I make her breakfast, every time I get up early, even if I like don't do like the perfect morning routine, I celebrate brushing my teeth. I celebrate making my coffee. I celebrate all of these small things. And what you'll gradually start to notice is that your ability for ease of entry, let's say, into finding things that are like grateful, that you can be grateful for, is wicked easy because you have like greased the wheels essentially, right? So like in terms of that, the threshold for like gratitude and some of these other pathways are not naturally like easy. However, it's something that is trainable. And these systems and models that we've kind of talked about here is the way that I do that naturally in my own life. And like, it is a mental game more than anything. So like the fact that I dropped my daughter off for school, I'd do that anyways. But like, I might as well celebrate that like I did that and like we had an awesome talk this morning and like, you know, oh, I'm actually like a pretty okay dad today for doing those things, right? Like there is the fine line between like having the confidence and like having the ego take over on some of these things. And I think we're so afraid especially in modern era of like being somebody that's ego driven or like everyone apparently in like everybody else's life is like a flaming narcissist. Like it is an interesting world that we live in. And I think that a lot of us get afraid that that will be the thing that we want. However, self-worth is on the other half of that, right? Where you're not doing these things to prove anything about yourself. You're just acknowledging the fact that like you put energy and effort into your existence and like you have designed your own life through happiness and you choose to acknowledge that when you don't have to. That level of self-worth to acknowledge that you put effort into something like that's the very like mechanical yes I did that and it feels good like beyond that you're just worthy to be celebrating these small things because like 156,000 people today don't get that opportunity right? So like even the fact that you woke up and you had the ability to like drink coffee from like Lord knows where on this planet and that somebody curated and cultivated that and then roasted it and then washed it and then bagged it. Like, thank you those people for doing those things. You will find yourself like not overthinking after a period of time. Overthinking still happens in my life, by the way, 
you'll naturally find an affinity for like experiencing beauty in things that previously were just mundane. And that is why I think science is so nifty because it helps us find a deeper level of connection. And for me, a deeper level, deeper level of beauty and spirituality in the things that naturally I know my nervous system doesn't give a flying frog about. And that's today's conversation, my friends. I hope you appreciate it. I know we continue to grow this podcast and I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be straight with y'all. We got booted out of one of our top 20 spots by like a massive media company which like good for them live your best life and yeah I I want us to get back up there so if you have some friends that you think would benefit from this information please share that with them and then please acknowledge that we have the ability to rate and review these shows on Spotify on Apple wherever the frog you're listening to these things and that it is extremely beneficial to passing these messages along to other people that can also benefit from these things Side note, sidebar, our next Better Brains Biometric group. Man, the alliterations today are just flowing. This group essentially is a four-month container or cohort of people going through better managing their stress, physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially, learning how to have communication, build community, work with your emotions, unpack, create safety, and build mental models so that you can be more productive, focused, and get the genie out of the bottle, which is really the genius inside of you, to live a more present life using science. How cool is that? and we measure these things using biometrics. If you are interested in joining that group, we take very small groups, very small groups, they're very intimate, but for four month period of time. So if you're interested in getting more information or joining into that group, you have to come to social media. My handle is at Dr. Chris Lee, and every day for the next 10 to two weeks, I will be dropping in links and notifications to make sure that you can get the information you need to make the choice of if this group is right for you. We would love to have you be a part of this group, or we can lovingly place you on the waiting list for group number two, which will start uh, in succession with this one in just about in another month after the first one starts. So if you're interested in joining in that party, come on to social media land, either drop me a message, um, or you can check my stories and put yourself into the voting poll. So that's today's conversations, friends. I hope you have the most delightful, focused, and naturally happy day that you can create. Talk to you next time.